Uh, so, you know, Garn had to drop off to the end. He had some other prior engagements. But he did share with us his experiences, which is a little different in the whole marriage aspect from what we've seen with the dating shows on TV. Tage, uh, you wanted to talk about The Bachelorette, right? So let's, let's, let's look at the American version of arranged marriage. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it worked out well with being able to bring KT on. And I think not just The Bachelorette, that is the most popular, The Bachelor franchise is the most popular dating show here in the States. In the UK, Love Island has been very popular. And as we saw on Netflix with uh, Indian Matchmaker, I think it's interesting to see different experiences in that. The thing with The Bachelorette was this new season, and it just happened at a crazy time. <laughs> there was a guy who came in in a box. Like, like, a, little, wait, it, like, like a legitimate, like a, like a UPS box? Not a UPS box, like a gift wrap box. And this man did not get out until Katie had met every other Bachelor contestant, like every other contestant. Did he have breathing holes? I'm assuming. It's a dead man in the box. I've always said, like, you could hear him talking during the episode. And I'll always say this, man, the devil works hard, but the Bachelor producers work even harder. They they come up with some ridiculous shit. And I, I couldn't believe it. This wide array, right? 30, some, 30 men that have come for this season. 30? How many people? Yeah. That's a lot of... Is that, that normal? That number? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. And what happens is... I mean, I just... All right. I don't understand. <laughs> no, so. no, no. Yeah, I mean, I have to <laughs> explain what a little I know. <laughs> what a little I know. So I've I've seen I've seen one full season of the show once because uh-huh. like it's definitely one of those shows where you watch a couple episodes and you get hooked. Yeah, um, it was the one with um, there was a, a blonde lady at the very. I mean, this is not going to be helpful. Wow, that really helped no, me. Out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I already can. I can already tell. She was like she was like the villain of the show, um, but she made it to toward I think all the way to the end. It was definitely a bachelor, so it was like the like bachelor's the one where the guys the one guy and many he's women, the bigger yeah yeah the and bigger. the bachelor has the flip flop okay so definitely definitely the bachelor and it was the one where there was this blonde lady who made it all the way to the end but she was like the villain and like people didn't like her and she always said like some pretty pretty crazy shit. But I, I feel like, like I'm also season. describing every season. Yeah, I every season of the Bachelor. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand that this is not helpful. So <laughs> I, 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 I understand. Like I, while I'm explaining it, I'm like, uh, there's no way anyone's going to get this because this sounds like I'm describing not just the Bachelor and Bachelorette, but like every dating show ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like no, one person's causing drama. It's like the dirt. Like every every show ever. Like Jersey Shore, whatever. Like. You name it, real world. Oh, whoa, those are some good shows. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's exposed that Amun is definitely into reality TV. <laughs> no, no, MTV, dude. Come on, you, everyone watch MTV. Yeah. Like. yeah. What was the one with the school I, bus? Not a school next. bus, but it was, was yeah, next. That, was a, that was a good yeah, one. That was a good Classic show, dating man. shows. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's or Room Raiders. Room Raiders, dude. <laughs> MTV God, really, dude. really just kicked it up. Dude, you know what I learned from Room Raiders? That people are nasty as hell and need to like clean their sheets. Yeah, I felt a lot better about myself. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is wrong with you people? Like, <laughs> it's a basic level of cleanliness. <laughs> also, why are you do like? You gotta clean your sheets, man. Like, it's just that simple. 
<laughs> but yeah, sorry. Ass. Just get back to the bad. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> um, I mean, I think the season you're talking about, if it was relatively recent, the last couple of years, there was this lady, a blonde lady, who was a villain in in the Bachelor season. It was Olivia Ben Higgins season. She compared one of the other contestants to a Teen Mom star. Was this familiar <laughs> with? Uh, right, violated <laughs> by the way. I think I, I don't I don't remember this, but <laughs> okay. but this I want to know more. Yeah, she had, a, she had a Karen haircut that was it was before the use of Karen became popular. But that like I want to speak to your manager haircut. Was she the the blonde lady like or was bob? she the girl who the, was the blonde to lady? Who, the blonde lady who made the comparison, not the teen mom look. Okay, yeah. What was but, the answer? Uh, was literally like, oh hey. You shouldn't be here because you look like a team mom. No, it was or some... like there's gotta be context here, right? That could be a yeah, great would, would, birth. Yeah, nothing looks. How does one look like a team mom? I think uh, just like the the hair color, the size, and the cut, and probably the figure. I mean, I thought it was so a little, everything about her. Everything about <laughs> her entire appearance. Also, about the also, I wasn't looking for. I wasn't looking for what aspects of her appearance <laughs> make her, her a teen mom. Yeah, it's like, her, uh, it's what about those specifically? He goes, uh, uh, I was like, oh, what does a t- make someone look like a teen mom? Look like a teen mom. He goes, well, looks are described by their face, their figure, <laughs> their hair cut, and their size. I'm like, oh, well, thank you, dude. Yes, when I said, what do they look like? Those are the five characteristics I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you typically hear like the word je ne sais quoi for something like very classy. And we're like, je ne sais quoi for our teen mom. <laughs> like she's <laughs> yeah. thing about her. I don't know. I don't know. But it's something yeah, about it. yeah, it's like there's just something. <laughs> the X factor. The X factor, yeah. That That, that oh. is an X factor that it's, you can't. Explain it. But when you see it, you gotta be like Olivia and be like, I don't know how to put that, but you have a teen mom vibe. <laughs> I gotta look her up, dude. The teen mom? <laughs> oh no, how am I gonna look up? Yeah, don't do I'm this. gonna look up. You're gonna All right. flag. Yeah. Flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, I don't want my like Amazon like list to get all impacted with. You're gonna get plan B, dude. You're gonna get plan B notifications. <laughs> Sale on a six pack of Plan B. <laughs> yeah, no. Imagine, imagine you go to Costco. Uh, imagine being that terrible of a human being that you go to Costco and you buy like Plan B in bulk. Her whole body's going like, like ima- come on, like, dude, just imagine, imagine being, imagine being the like counter person who's like ringing you up, and you just go. Uh, oh, I honey. Just, like, just, oh, I honey. Just, I just hope you're. I hope you're selling this. No, I mean, <laughs> oh, I was, I was envisioning like some douche guy doing it, but oh no, uh, I, su- I suppose I a teen. The woman doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Violated. That's hilarious. Yeah, dude. That would imagine me the guy that goes to the girl's place and like you actually like, open the wrong doors of the pantry and you sit because it's both like. Beer and chips, you see like a whole rack of plan B. You're like, oh goodness. Well, I gotta leave. Dude, if I was the counter person ringing you up, I'd be like, you know, right next to that was like a big old jar of condoms. Like, you could have just taken that instead. (laughs) 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 Yeah, like, that's like a much more efficient way about this. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, that was a hell of a detour. 
So, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, on on this subject, the the Bachelorette Katie, she's very open about sex. She when she was a contestant on the previous Bachelor episode, she brought her favorite friend, which was a dildo. She was a gang gang. Uh, I, I was a big fan of Katie, man. She was the only one that was like mature in that mm-hmm. season. And wait, wait. So, so she was previously one of the losers on The Bachelor, and yeah. now she gets her own Bachelorette, and that's how they normally do it, right? Like, it's like they pick whoever was the most, liked. I don't know, yeah. liked or or you know watched yeah. or whatever, and then if they don't win, they kind of move them into the next show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, and a that's actually- beautiful business model, dude. Like, they're <laughs> no right. It's, there's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason these guys are at the top of their game for so long. You literally each season is a tryout. <laughs> each season is a tryout for the next season. Like it's yeah, like it's genius. Like, like you don't even have to. Like in it's tried term, and true. In bachelor term is called here for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. He doesn't love you. He's here for the wrong reasons. Minimum seven people will get that tag on them and then the whole episode is the person losing their shit like I need to know the truth and then it ends with I'll never know the truth so you both have to leave and it's like dude just save me an hour and a half I don't even I don't even know what you're saying right now (laughs) the um being there for the wrong reasons means they want to be famous and they want to show up as the next contestant or something is that not every single person no, the uh, the uh, obviously as we all know this show is about finding love, right? Mm. So now Forget the and track travel record. points. And yes. travel points. And, and travel. one normally finds love in, yeah, and making in, in these fun. circumstances. Yes. But I do love I do love the show because it is just some things make no sense in the real world, right? But when you create this construct, this figment world where you know they have no access to the outside world, no phones, no books, no nothing. Right? All they have is just Bang! Just you and this person whose attention you're trying to buy. I from. thought he was saying bang, like oh, like. Bang, like no, bang. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, that was good. Yeah, I was with you right up till that point, and I was like, okay, that's well. a different show. Yeah, that's a different show. <laughs> a different show. I think that's called Love Island. Um, so psychologically, all you're aiming for is the attention of this person. It's it's genius. I mean, we're talking Pavlovian style conditioning on reality tv i i mean it's it's just fascinating it's just fascinating and in regards to this season they brought on a contestant who is a uh is a virgin and he, i like how you didn't really to ponder how to put that you're like he's a yeah. uh, i don't remember the word for it yeah uh on and this is a this is uh, this is the latest season. So this is the latest season is the Bachelorette. Yeah. Yes. Um, and with the Bachelorette who brought a dildo the first time that she met the previous. Oh, they're not gonna family. work, dude. They're not gonna work. You know, it's, it's shocking. <laughs> well, now you gotta and tune I, in to find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you would think that at first I was like, why would they cast someone who's like you know, very open about not wanting to you know, have sex before getting married. And someone who's I mean, that's totally a- cool. Like, yeah, I totally respect yeah. that. I'm just saying, like, I don't really see a relationship working between someone who's on that end of the spectrum yeah. and someone who's best friend with a dildo. I mean, and that's the you thing. Know? That's where the similarities are. When you when you it's go like, to 
Opposites what, attract can only go so far. <laughs> the similarities that exist there with even with the traditional Indian matchmaking where like some people are conservative and they will wait for marriage. It's like these conversations are happening except in, on live TV in front of people. I could I could never. I mean, I, I just how I, I don't know how comfortable you have to be to share that much information about yourself. But that's that's a lot. I mean, what are all their jobs like? I feel like I would be fired from my job if I was well, the on one TV, girl, like, one girl that was on the Bachelors last season, okay, it's correct me if I'm wrong. like last one of the last four, but she had a job with like Google or like Apple or something, and like she literally had to like leave her job after like cause, like she had X amount of like PTO days. Or, like the like, guy, ah, if you get past it, then it's up to you. And she like kept progressing the show, and she literally after that certain point was like, I actually really love this guy, and I'm gonna like. I'm gonna pursue this, and she like left her job for it. Yeah, wait, but that's that's fine. Like she didn't win your job. She didn't win for the record. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Like people leave their jobs all the time to pursue something else. Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, like I'm speak. talking, I'm talking about just like the contestants. I mean, yeah. yeah. How do you go back to your job after so, doing foolish thing. things on TV? Like, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> some of them. Some of them are like former. The some of the men that are candidates are former football players or stuff like that at college, or you know, at so certain still levels. Still, no sport. money is involved. Yeah, but like they had a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, they're football. Players. I was like, owner, oh, okay. In college, I was like, no, no. Uh, gym Can't. owners, teachers. Um, that that's a big one. And then for the women, it's more varied. I feel like marketing, HR. And you said gym owners and teachers were the two types yeah. of men that for, were... for the guys, for the men. <laughs> the Those one the guy, I remember. like four or five years ago, actually, I mean, he got like the hometown round, and he actually uh-huh. was from my, near my house, from uh, really? Camp Hill. Which, yeah. yeah, I've heard the guy's name. He went to, he was a teacher at Trinity, Trinity Elementary, Trinity High, something like that. Um, but yeah, I, it was, huh. I want to say like five years ago, but yeah, he got to hometowns and he's. Like literally fifteen minutes from my house, so like people like I know like knew him. <laughs> They're like, yeah, dude. Like, the and I was guy like, wow. Who... So you can't be a teacher. So now, all dude. the men on The Bachelor have always been either gym owners or teachers. Not all, but those are the only ones I remember right now for the purpose. Okay, of this. they're the memorable ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, dude, this is like a very niche market. The, the guy who won last year's Bachelorette episode, uh, he's from South Jersey. He is a. Um, Adi- uh, what's it called? An addiction uh, therapist. Counselor. So he helps people. What's it oh, called? Counselor. Yeah, because like, he's I'm, a former addict as well. Yeah. yeah, he's an addiction counselor because he himself used to be an addict, and that was really because mm-hmm. he's also from Jersey. So I was like, this is a dub in my book. So yeah, but he's from like, South from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so going back to this current season, there was also a. Um, so the, the guy who was in the box, right? He comes out at the end and everything. And then was he also like, the virgin? No, no, no. Two separate people. No, I was okay. going to say that that aligns. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> I also <laughs> have a lot of questions for this man. I'm like, no, but here's the thing. <laughs> the guy in the box, he was so charming and affable. He went to every other contestant, came, put his hand on their shoulder, like, hey, how's it going? I'm the guy. Like, he went over to each I'm one the of guy. <laughs> yeah, he was. He really just like alpha the fuck out of every single guy there by just going by just doing a bit, which guarantees you at least another week, right? Because the person's like, oh, I want to know this this person who was sat in a box for literally hours just waiting for me to finish meeting everyone else. It's a it's a strong core move. I was really impressed by it. 
See, I like I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would be if you pop out of a box on your first meeting with me. I would be like, dude, like this is too much. I can, I can yeah, tell this, this whole experience in my life is gonna be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's already such a terrible start. Also, for a few hours, that seems unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to get into a box for one minute. <laughs> oh, you willingly did it for like multiple boat. hours. You're wearing a suit the whole time as well. Yeah, yeah. And this is what are they in? Like some island, probably Caribbean or something. No, because not. I think because of COVID, they are in um, South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> some oh, it's a Hilton Resort in Utah or something like that. See that? Okay. Okay. It's probably not as hot. Probably comfortable. <laughs> not comfortable for sure. No, but sitting in a box is never cut. I don't care about the temperature. I'm still going back to my original point. Weather is irrelevant. But, dude, like, about the Virgin Gig, I remember, like, I was watching, I think, like, the episode last week, or uh, maybe this was, like, watching On Demand or something. I don't know. But it was, like, they had, their challenge was they had to, like, explain, like, they walked in, all the guys, and it was, like, the lights turned mm-hmm. on. There was, like, a BDSM, like, bed and, like, whips and stuff and like the vibrator was like on like a throw and they're like oh well as you guys know like she, Katie, I so zoned open. out for one second and I zoned back in in a un- strange place can you so I I no no I uh, well that that's what brought me back yeah. so I started listening from that point forward <laughs> but I missed the very first sentence which I think Set the tone of what you were about to tell us, and um... <laughs> okay, basically the guys had like expressed to her how what their love making style is, and they had to like do actions like props and stuff on like camera, and they kept on like flashing over to the guy who was a virgin. And at first, I didn't know he was a virgin. I was like just passing by eating chips, and like this guy looks like super like not just uncomfortable at first, but like kind of annoyed. And I was like, oh. That guy's clearly like thirty-eight years old. He's like, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not doing this on national TV. And then they were like, cut to his like interview, and he's like, Yeah, I mean, like, I do believe in sex before, or don't believe in sex before marriage, and like, I haven't done it. And then like, all of a sudden, his entire demeanor changed, and he was like, really emotional. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I was like, Oh, this is like a really, I don't like this position for this man, dude. <laughs> like, the producers should have canceled that whole thing. It's very uncomfortable. But like, no, I but they, they they probably needed to do that so that way they could, you know, talk about the fact that he's a virgin. Yeah. He guarantees but, a full hour of content, man. And he's guaranteed an extra week there. I mean, it's a big it's a big player move. There's yes, I'm sure. Of- yes. At at 14, he decided, you know what? I'm going to stay a virgin until 38. <laughs> it's the long time. So gone. that way I can, get, I can get an extra week on, on The Bachelorette. Too. Yeah. No, man, I'll tell you what, there's this uh, one account that Casey follows, Bachelor Data, looking at, they look at the increase in Instagram followers that contestants and participants on the show get. It is crazy. We're talking 100K, 200K. That's serious money on IG. You know, it's it's shocking. I can't believe it. I, I just, and I'm, assuming that, I'm assuming they get paid on on these shindigs too, right? Like, like on the yeah. show itself? Mm-hmm. I think like a stipend. I mean, where was that like going? like a freaking like per diem? Like here's a hundred bucks, go eat. <laughs> well, yeah. I, like, I think I think when they were traveling, around, they, <laughs> yeah. they were getting like, yo, this is like the money for this thing. So like when like I see like when they travel around and shit, and it's like 
she's on a date with someone, like half the group's not there, or a majority of the group's like doing whatever they want. They're like, guys, right, like go, go get room service, go fuck off, like live, do things. What an interesting. <laughs> this show is phenomenal. So I just did some research <laughs> uh, for each post on Instagram. A bachelor contest or a bachelor contestant will get between five to fifteen grand for each each post. post? Each post, brother. Like guys, I've uh, decided I'm joining the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am trying out. Where do I send my submission thing? My tape. I will cry on camera. I'll pop out a box. I will pop out of two boxes. I'll be like a mummy. Come on, man. <laughs> 50k oh per post. God. Yeah. It's crazy. Right? Yeah, I mean whatever it takes, man. Like what do you need me to do? <laughs> yeah, like dude, I honestly even before I, I thought about like what I would be like cuz every time I watch like the episodes of the Bachelor and Bachelorette, I'm like mm-hmm. honestly, I would be on there and they would cut to me and I would be like drinking a beer like this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like I would yeah, not last yeah. long in the show because within two weeks they'd be like he's not that funny. But, like, I think to her, because, like, I wouldn't be playing the game. I'm like, dude, like, you're nice. These people are weird. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> and then, like, the cameraman would be like, dude, you got to do something else on camera. And I'm like, I can't cause drama. This is stupid. I don't know her. I'm not going to fight old homeboy over there. Like, he popped up a box. If someone, if someone told me you have to set up a room to, like, fit your, what was it, like, your sexual style? What was yeah. that? Yeah, you're loving. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not doing that, dude. Like, I got family and like, you know, friends and. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? Like, that's I have a life like that. I don't want. Also, I don't know how I'd react to someone I'm trying to date also dating 29 other men at the same time. Yeah, can we dive uh, into that part real quick? Sure. We even... like, like, Tayus, do you know the demographic breakdown of how like based on sex, who watches this show? It's predominantly um, women, correct? Or initially yeah, it was. I mean, I, I could check uh, at work tomorrow, but I feel like that's that would seem to be the case, yeah. And yeah. in fact, there's a theory that it really appeals to women from the heartland of America, 18 to 34. Because it, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, you're going <laughs> to... Unbelievable. Jokes! Jokes! Yeah, like, unbelievable. <laughs> it's violated. Um... But I think because it shows them a a fa- like it sh- it shows them this fantasy of what dating is like, which is not how it's like at all in the real world, obviously. But I think it's that fantasy for it. Now, I did want to bring up something, Viva. Before we get into it, this whole thing of like dating with other, as they're dating other men at the end of the first episode, when all the guys have been cut because she eliminates like about I don't know six to ten of them. So then you drop from 30. On the first day? On the first night. After the first night, the champagne and everything. So I got to pop out the box or something, bro. You can't just roll in and be like, hey, what's up? I want nice to meet you. (laughs) Yeah. Go around, shake everyone's hands. It's like online dating when they're like, all right, in 100 characters, wow me. I'm like, dude. (laughs) Delete now. (laughs) But, um,. I remember at the end of this episode in particular, and I, I normally don't watch the first episode. I don't know anybody and I don't really care, right? I normally start to watch a season midway through when you get to know some quirks. But it was weird because all the guys will say, and some guy said, Hey, brother, if you're ever in San Diego, give me a shout. And I was, it was remembered, I was reminded of something that Vibo said 
in a previous podcast. When you're out, for men, I feel, when you're out drinking with something, you either love or you hate this guy that you don't know anything about. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, you're dancing and singing along with this guy and you're telling him to come by and hit you up anytime he's in your city. It's like, yeah, I just met him like four hours ago. But he's going to be my best friend. And I was like, dang, it's crazy. It's just crazy. I was like, how do you do that? And it was a guy who had stayed on the on the show as well. I think he was like, hey, brother, hit me up anytime you're in San Diego. And I was like, bro, you don't even know this guy. But apparently you bonded. Like, great. Good job. I guess if you're stuck in a place with no TV, no phone, nothing. Like, you guys just chit-chat. You get to really yeah, was, know someone. I mean, yeah, I guess so, yeah. This sounds really not fun, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, they asked me to be, like, socially isolated outside of, like, these group of Like, first of all, 30 men in one house together. It's just, like, sounds like just a <laughs> recipe for disaster. Like, it's going to be so gross. And there's going to be so much, like, like Male testosterone. Yeah, it's just going to be a lot of shit to happen around. Like, I just don't want, I mean, can't imagine that going it's well. Purely, it's like, what, what we lived in an apartment with six dudes in college once, oh. and that was, like, just a lot. Like, it was just a lot. <laughs> That's what nothing was ever, say it. Nothing Dave. was ever fucking clean. Like, no matter how much we cleaned, it was just never clean. <laughs> I can't oh live like that. <laughs> I'm in my 30s, like, I can't live like yeah. that. Like, And not with yeah. 630? Like, see yeah. it, dude. But see, I guess, I guess at least it's better than, like, Big Brother, where, like, you're, like, literally oh stuck God. inside. It's like an inside. And either outside is like a fake outside. It's not even, like, a real outside. At least here, like, you can what walk the hell does around. that mean? It's like a Truman show? I think so. Like, you're right. It's like, they're like outside patio is like covered and stuff where they pump air into, but it's like not like outside in public where like a plane could fly by and give them a message or something. Yeah. They're like completely isolated. Yeah, what so are they? Like, are these so, like presidents of like countries? Like, <laughs> why are people trying to sneak up messages? Like, who the hell cares, man? I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, it's, Things happen. They don't want any contact. Outside. Dude, you take away my phone, my laptop, and a TV. <laughs> I know, and books. I have no way to like get in for like, yeah. you know, I'm not that freaking was- like, I'm not the director of the CIA where people are gonna be flying airplanes overhead to be like, hey, miss you or something like this. Gonna just be my mom. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Though. It's like, what's the point of really taking away all these bastard contestants' phones and shit? Where it's like, dude, like. Who's really trying to contact them? Like, no, they aren't famous yet because they record this before the whole show goes on. So it's like, who's sending them messages? I think it's, uh, don't forget, lads, like, even though the there's a bunch of people that are eliminated from the first week, they bring in more contestants. So if, you know... The Wait, people, during the show, more people are show, added? That happened last season a lot. Yeah, it <laughs> happened like last season a lot. A lot, a lot yeah. Because a lot of people left last season after the oh. Bachelorette had decided on day one which person she wanted to be with and no longer yeah. wanted to do the show and <laughs> run off with that other contestant. And the the theory was because she knew which contestants were coming on, so she had time to research their social media and fell in love with one of them. It is blasphemous, and I felt really bad for everyone because they thought they were coming to like get a chance to be with someone. And she's like, no, nah, I'm bouncing with this guy, peace. And just I mean, I respect her for her straight up. Like, I'm not going to waste everyone's time. <laughs> I already know who I want to be with. <laughs> I mean, you, you show up on a show where the object is to date 
multiple people and you can't even accomplish step one. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, um, I guess the goal was really to find your love again, back to the real premise yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, Brian, Dude, the right. real premise of the show is money is to freaking get $15,000 per post. Are you kidding me? I would try to be on that show as long as humanly possible to just keep up in my like, Mm-hmm. Like headcount on the yeah. Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. That, makes, yeah. that, that makes sense, dude. All right. Well, tired of the Bachelor <laughs> or Bachelorette. <laughs> the entire so franchise. A, yeah. No, I mean, it, dude, it's a great show. Obviously, people yeah. love it. And I've seen a season. I'd be lying if I said it didn't. And well, it was some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been. I get, I get looped into it. I always like. My days, bro. I'll, I'll be walking by after like six episodes have gone by, and I'm like, "Why? Why is she crying?" We're like, "Why are they fighting?" <laughs> What's happening? And then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm just like, "Huh? Okay, let me just see how this fight breaks out." But they sit there. Next thing you know, seven weeks later, I'm like, "He showed up, pick Britney. What is wrong with him?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's like as long as you don't watch even a trailer. Yeah. You're safe. You'll never want to turn it on. Like, yeah. I don't go seeking it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if I watch even one clip, I'm probably going to end up watching that season. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I heard that they got some of the best editors in the game, so they've upped their level in terms of engagement. This is, honestly, we're coming to, I think, some peak years. I mean, the show itself will be garbage as usual, but it'll be watchable garbage, you know? It'll be really good. Watch movie garbage. Ent- it's a sweet spot. It's entertaining, dude. Oh, I swear. Oh man! All right. So next I mean, up, I used to watch Super Supermarket Sweep, dude. So you know, people that. are into weird things. You never saw mm-hmm. Supermarket Sweep, dude? Nope. Oh my goodness! So <laughs> it's such a that. great concept for a game show. You basically are in a grocery store. Yeah. And you just gotta. Uh, the whole premise is. You run around with a shopping cart and like everyone's got like a minute or something and you got to just like uh, have the most expensive shopping. And then you could take keep the cart after like, what do you win? Uh, Well, I'm missing a whole lot of the show. Like there's like a whole like, like question answer portion of it, like a trivia portion of Mm. it. But like, you know, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of running around the store doing grocery shopping. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why the show was so good, but it was yeah. so good. It's on Netflix. You gotta watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Hey, it used to be on like the Game Show Network. Like, did they just years. relaunch it too on like NBC? I, I yeah, I think they relaunched it on. Well, it might have been on Netflix. Might have been on one of the other, like Peacock or yeah. I better get paid for this. <laughs> a, lot <laughs> of shout outs. a lot of shoutouts. Yeah. We are gonna we're open for sponsorships. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know how the sponsor would feel about me shouting out every single person and then going, all right, one of y'all. One of y'all. And then we'll just edit out whichever one pays the most money. It's great. Why would we edit them out? The, no, we'll edit out the others that didn't. Oh, I was like, dude, that's that's foul, dude. That's but I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah. like, I like the way you think. <laughs> Yo, they gave us his money. Cut him out of here. Oh, you know what we could have? We could have a sponsor who gives us revenue over multiple episodes. Or we could have a sponsor give it to us once and then never again because we cut him out. That's a real rock and roll shit, buddy. Yeah. Real yeah. rock and roll. I like it's it. Like, <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> Tell me more about yeah. your business plan. Because I'm going to be working into my 90s at this rate. For <laughs> <laughs> the bad boys of podcasting. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so All right, I, think, I, think, I think that's enough of the Basher shout-out. Um, let's see. I think I'm mean, going to want to talk about the family dynamics evolving throughout uh, the No, no, no. Well, yeah, everyone's been fighting too much for the last few days. I don't even want to talk about that right now. Right? I'm just going to say some, like, <laughs> pissed-off shit. shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's just, yeah, that's, let's that's talk smart. about something else. No, that's, that's smart, bro. I got I to gotta do it under a clear head. Right. I had like positives and negatives to the whole side of that story. Yeah, but now I just got like a whole cloud, a whole, whole lot of angst. Of angst. Yeah, there's yeah, a whole lot of angst. <laughs> I mean, a perfect thing with angst, though, we could definitely do. I think like, this is a good segment we could routinely have. Is uh, let's just throw pop culture references at that angry old man on and just see how he reacts. <laughs> no, I usually I'm I'm not angry. I just like um. The problem I is, have trouble understanding sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the logic behind people. <laughs> Confusion breeds anger. <laughs> All right, so what no, was, but was, I feel like the Bachelorette didn't trigger me. No, and and it wouldn't because it's it's somewhat relatable given the context of what KT spoke about and describing it to you. But there are some things that we've described to you. I'll be honest. Uh, not relatable at all. Not, not relatable, relatable at all. <laughs> I have never had one ball with in the bathroom and like, I see myself in that. No. <laughs> every decision I've seen on that show, every choice made, yeah. every action taken, I've been like truly like dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, like, I've just been like, what? 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 I don't even know. Yeah, like what happens to someone in their head for them to decide that that's like the thing that they want to do? It's confounding. For example, coming out of a box. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you know what doesn't make sense to me? There's this. Um, there's this. I saw something on Twitter earlier today. This dating show on Netflix where they're like, "You're not going to know what I look like. You were just. You're not going to know what I look like. In fact, we're going to use." high-level prosthetics to make ourselves look like animals and we're going to date. What the hell is going on in the world? Like what? Wait, stop. No, yeah. stop. Start over. Deadass. Dead <laughs> start over. Start over. <laughs> the picture I saw with them like posting the launch is literally no lie. Stop, stop. Two? Tell me the premise again. Okay, so the idea is <laughs> to make love be purely about the person's personality, right? Mm -hmm. And in order to Keep you from seeing what the other person looks like and for them to see what you look like, but still have that in-person feel. They want to cover your entire body in prosthetics of an animal. So therefore, it'll appear as two animals talking to each other, but you can actually have an in-person conversation. They can't just talk on the phone? No, but they want to have the in-person reaction. They don't want like a Zoom thing or a virtual. They want to be like in-person. So they couldn't wear a mask or something? Makeup people are trying to pitch this show, man. Netflix is just throwing money at them. It's yeah. just no lie. I saw that. I saw the picture of it, and I saw these two grown ass adults just sitting there, looking like animals, talking to each other. And I'm like, are we really just watching anything? Have we just given up on humanity? That we're going to watch whatever shits on TV. Stop, dude. This can't be. Yeah, I gotta look this have. up. We definitely have. Just to clarify, Labo, we definitely have. We've definitely yeah. given up. I it's, mean, it's, it's just... Yeah, yeah. 
But it's not stop fine. This, this is no, not fine. Stop this. this is why Mario Scorsese was having a conniption about Netflix and streaming, okay? This is why he was like, our movie should not be one right swipe away from oh, this no. cat dating show. It is what not what it's supposed to be. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm ranting on this episode today. I can't avoid it. But I see shit like this. Netflix. What are you doing, man? What are we doing? I'm like Taylor Twelman right now. <laughs> hey, it's uh, originally funny. a show by the BBC. <laughs> Fuck the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at this fella. Like, dude, it's crazy, I genuinely right? it must have for been the, like for big the artists. We, we sent a link, and Alman's on his phone now doing research. <laughs> genuinely, I think makeup artists were like, "What is the dumbest show we can create that we can get paid mm-hmm. the most money for?" And they were for like. Sure. Netflix and the BBC will pay us for this. And mm-hmm. somehow they were like, that's the one we want. We want that one. Yep. And the sad Wait, thing this, is... But this isn't hiding their like fate. It's disfiguring them. It makes them look like... like I don't even know, dude. Well, yeah, like if I look like Mufasa, you won't know what I look like. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's Bad not point. like they put like... They made you like put on a mask of Mufasa. Like They made you like a half lion, <laughs> half man. Like It was weird, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's just. Well, are they these? Are these? Are they like? Uh, is this a dating show geared towards like, you know, those people who like dressing up as animals and like? Ooh, you know, that's a about? great question. Actually, if that is an actual group, I apologize for you or, or to you, not for you. I no, apologize but... to you for ranting. Please go find love, but also <laughs> the fact that no, but that's not what this was pitched as because ba- like it wasn't like. Oh, people who have this, um, what is it called? Like a fetish, right? Like that is that like a right term? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. That seems like a whatever, dude. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like whatever, like floats yeah, your yeah. boat. Yeah, yeah, whatever floats your boat. If that was the pre- they're like, oh, this show is people who like doing that stuff are finding love. I'd be like, all right, cool. Like not my cup of tea, but you know, it's other people's cup of tea, and so like enjoy. Um, but that's not what it was pitched at. It was like these are people who don't like doing that. But like, we're gonna make do you know, want to get married through personalities, <laughs> and so here, let's dress them up as alligators or something. And the sad thing here is that literally, this is gonna be because Netflix—they just make all their own stuff. The top first five rows, so people are gonna be sitting there after scrolling for fifteen minutes, like, dude, just screw it. I'm gonna watch this animal dating show, and then it's the whole world's gonna be watching it. And it's gonna make me infuriated. I don't like. I mean, this. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I know you are. This is what I hate about. It. Like, it's just it's gonna draw us in. This is the Animal Bachelor. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the, I, um, there, there's no concern to worry about. Have we really run out of TV show ideas? Like, we, yes, we, we, we definitely it. have. This is we it. Definitely have. Yeah, we were rock bottom. We're, this is you know it's like when you're watching football, dude. I'm so young time. still. What am I gonna do? Like <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> You're gonna watch this. <laughs> no, I don't wanna. The next level is the bachelor with this. Genuinely, him dating thirty people that look like this. Why can't we just start? I mean, they're already remaking old movies. Like, mm-hmm. oh no. What yeah. do you fewer? We've run out of things. We've <laughs> run out of things, man. We are in garbage time. Yeah, for sure. We're in garbage. This is time why I watch TV. ESPN. 
so much. I'll just watch that. Dude, this is an actual sports happening. This is, this is a thing. And tomorrow there'll be a new sport, and I'll watch yeah. both highlights. It's yeah. a new all the time for the same they thing. They could literally. All right, so hopefully up, they just keep inventing new sports. They could literally make up yeah. a sport tomorrow, and I will watch highlights and I'll understand strategy and I'll be talking about it. I don't. Big I facts. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> literally, it could be competitive rock throwing. I'm like. Yeah, you got a good sure. good launch angle. Good launch angle. It works. I would for I would for sure see that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, we should pick you like skipping rocks? Not like throwing rocks like as far as they can. I don't really care about that. Dude, that's the whole Scottish <laughs> game. They launched the lumber yards. I spent a whole day watching that. It yeah, was I do love fantastic. those Fantastic. <laughs> like you remember those man strongest or strongest man competitions? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I mean, but that's like bodybuilding. Like that's like legitimate. But then there's also like the whole. Have you seen the lumberjack like on ESPN? Yeah. Where they would just be. I mean, that's legitimate too. But like, definitely on the outside edges of what could be considered a sport. <laughs> I've watched. You know? I watched competitive uh, cornhole. I watched an entire tournament, three hours. It was yeah. fantastic. Airmail. I learned all these terms. Yeah, dude, they're so good. Like they have like strategy. Like they yeah. can. They have strategy on how they want to do the cornholing because they're so good. It's yeah. like Why can't dude, I'm just this? like Netflix, show us this. Wow. Oh man. Okay. I guess now I guess it was supposed to be Amon getting infuriated and it turned very quickly to me being the one become the angry <laughs> old man. Who is the old man now? <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm not angry. I just am I I'll be the angry one, hey. you'll be the old man. There we go. First of all, it's not being an old man. It's there's shows with people dressed up as lions and tigers that are dating. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that takes me a minute to like yeah. wrap my head around. It right? I had time to process it before this podcast. We just saw your reaction live. I feel like I felt the same way, but I just didn't have the vehicle to say it, which is good. We're able to capture the. I'm I'm kind of glad you like gave me a heads up because if I was just like. A recommended for you one day, and it was just like this. I'd have been like, "Yo, I gotta delete my account. I gotta reset my whole someone, cookies." <laughs> yeah, someone's doing someone's doing like a joke prank thing on me. It's like April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine walking in to pitch that? Because like the funny thing is, like over quarantine, like Netflix had a show where it was like the whole like Love Is Blind, and like people are like mm-hmm. in rooms, they're like typing, they're talking to each other. But like they can never see what they look like. So this is that's the real premise of Love Is Blind. But then they decide to do this. Like someone literally went in to a production meeting and was like, "I right, guys, we need new ideas." And this dude, <laughs> props to him, man. You really had the huevos to go in there and just yeah. sling it. You went in there, and went. <laughs> you know that show where like people can't see each other, so love is like supposed to be pure. Like, what if we do that? But like people are there and they're animals. See, like that last sentence is the kicker to it all. Because I'm with you all the way, right? Like, yeah. I agree. I agree with the premise. Yeah. Like, the Love is Blind show. Yeah. I didn't see it, but conceptually, I totally get it. Yeah. Then you go to the next level. Okay, let's take it a step further. We're not virtual. Like, we're actually going to be in person. I'm like, all right, how are you going to, like, make sure people can't recognize who the other person is? Let's dress them up as animals. I'm like, all right. You're fired. Because <laughs> you to, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. Oh, like just God. put thirty more minutes into like thinking about it. I can think of many examples. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween masks all the time. It's very simple. 
<laughs> the, I mean, yeah, Halloween mask or like wear like a like you know one of them one of them sumo wrestler like uh, suits. Yeah, or one yeah. of the. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. I'm going into the territory of dressing up as animals. <laughs> no, no. I the apologize to wrestlers. No, as in... <laughs> not, not like that way. Not, like, as in, like, if you're just going to completely change the outside appearance of someone, it's, like, the same thing as, like... Because yeah. I was... The next thing I was going to say was, like, you know them T-Rex, T-Rex things? Yeah. The little T-Rex. Halloween <laughs> things. I don't understand. So that's, it's, like, you know... They can wear a blindfold during the whole thing. I just... It doesn't... The thing is, it's not the guy's fault who pitched it, right? His his or her job, their job is to pitch whatever and see what sticks. I'm more concerned about the executives that made the decision to be like, yes, this is a great idea. We should run with this. Yeah. Right? Because it, it's not their fault. They're just like throwing out, oh, this, that, the other. Like you said, the path. Okay, sometimes, you know, there's a weird path to go down. But who was then taking that the step further? Why was there no, like, you know, checks throughout to be like, hey, are we sure this is this is the show we want? Why not we just make them wear a blindfold? But I guess it doesn't, so. Yeah, yeah. some guy was, the guy who pitched it clearly was hungover or baked and was like that zero prep. Like I'm going to say, 30 more minutes of thinking he would add something. So the guy clearly thought of this on the spot. Yeah, blindfold. Blindfold works perfect. About the guy who literally was like, tell me more about this. And the guy who was like, that's the whole thing. I got no more. I got no more stuff ideas for this. And the guy went, you know what? You got a good one over there. And he greenlit it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Just come on, man. He probably was kicking himself after, like, God damn it, dude. (laughs) Now I got to, like, figure out how to make a bunch of people, like, totally. I mean, dude, no. If I was the person, if I was the executive in the room and someone told me that, I'd have been like, I'm going to watch the show, like, you know, like it or not, I'm going to have to watch the show. Because <laughs> I have to. I'm the executive. I literally have to watch what I produce. But I'm no, very but disappointed in myself. I have, to, I have to watch the show. Like, he <laughs> – it is so absurd that I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> That's probably what they were going for. They're like, dude, what's the craziest thing we can do? <laughs> They're like, dude, we already made a documentary about a, a gay tiger owner who was put in jail by his ex-wife who True. killed people and, and we've real, already gone yeah. wild so let's just go with making these people dating and making animals bro that that show when i, I that when show I was it, nuts it was nuts so oh my days i Holy didn't watch fuck. it i'm gonna be honest no, what brother, i didn't watch Dude, it you gotta watch it like imagine like the craziest things you could imagine yeah. and just like they happened let me let me me tell you something about when at first i was like i'm not too sure if this is for me then i heard that the producers they were originally going to go for six weeks to just record what they thought was like a business spat between two rival businesses and they ended up staying for like years phenomenal phenomenal show because it was so engrossing that they were like, we can't leave. We can't just come here to do the job that we were set out to do, which was to look at two competing zoos in a in a in a area. There's so much more to this story. Like, what a concept already, right? Genius. Like, hey, I'm gonna make a documentary about two competing tiger zoos. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to do this. Like, why are you taking me along on this dumb thing? <laughs> That's a real thing, though. Documentarians to be genuinely. I am so impressed by them because they Man, go honestly. in genuinely not knowing if they're going to find shit. And they're like, I'm just going to go here and record quite literally 
thousands of hours of footage, and then afterwards be like, all right, where, what do I you do? You know what this? it is? You know what it is? You can always depend on humans to have some bullshit, crazy thing under the hood. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah, just start opening. Like you doors. take, you take one look at the zoo, and the ragtag group of people that work there. You're like, dude, 100. percent There's like, there's gonna be some shit. Like, there's gotta be some shit. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way this group of people exists, and there's no shit happening here. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like a zoo in the middle of nowhere. Like, where was it? This was in like some place, dude. I don't even. Tiger I want to say Georgia King Zoo. It was Oklahoma. Oh my god! Like uh, Florida. <laughs> like you know, Oklahoma's not known for like uh, a whole lot of things to do there. Yeah, but there's the yeah. Tiger Zoo. Mm-hmm. It's 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 mind boggling. It's mind boggling. I mean, tigers aren't supposed to be in Oklahoma. I'm like 110 percent sure. Yeah, they're definitely not native to uh, Oklahoma City. <laughs> that's not yeah. a place. <laughs> I think they have bison, and that's that's it. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know, like, what Oklahoma's, like, economy is. Like, how do they make money? It's not tourism. Can't well, be. The Thunder, I guess. Basketball and sports tourism. I'm 100% sure that one basketball team is not lifting the whole state's economy. Well, they're not doing that. Um, <laughs> the Oklahoma um, Thunder, yeah. They probably do some stuff. They do some stuff. That was like all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. They're, they're not like a material part of the economy. I mean, they might be. It's, um, it's oil and gas. Oh, oh they are oil sense. and gas. That makes, that makes sense. sense. That's yeah. that's a. And then so second is the thunder. I imagine. Gang, gang. Oh, damn it! <laughs> no, I don't, you, I don't you know. Really, I'm just making you shit up. You set me up for that one. <laughs> yeah. For sure. yeah, how the hell, dude? Are you stupid? Did you really think that the set, like he was reading off of a list saying oil and gas is first, and the second largest piece of the economy is the whole Oklahoma City Thunder? You really no, thought that that was a possibility? His face was very convinced. He was staring at a screen really closely for a long time. I was like, he's doing some hardcore research. And then he pulls that number, and I was like, oh, hey. This guy goes gang gang. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Like I would have been if if you were serious, I'd be like, send me exactly the source because <laughs> uh, I don't believe it. Like I don't believe I just it. Don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, do we have do we have any more rapid fire hot hot topics we got to give someone on the culture front, or are we? I mean, clearly, this? this is everyone's reacting to all the stories. So let's, all the stories. Yeah, uh, <laughs> take it yeah. easy. Yeah, we are all <laughs> reacting. <laughs> But um, I, I I don't have anything else. I think really has popped off on my on my Instagram feed and the stories. Taze, you got anything? Mm-hmm. I'm on. Any final comments from you? I did. All right. I think I think that was a good episode. Uh, this this Thanks, whole fellas. love conversation. This episode's been great. Shout out to Garen Thomas for coming on here and speaking with us, giving us the, the knowledge on the matchmaking process and the modern mm-hmm. matchmaking process. So blessings to him. Um, and I guess we'll we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace.